0: Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast.
1: Be sure to subscribe, like this week's
0: episode, and share with a friend. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All, All Things, Things Melanin, Melanin podcast, podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Uh, hey, Shelby. Girl. Hey, girl. What's good? What's popping? What's happening? How you feeling? Um, I'm good. I'm not going to complain.
1: It don't do no good.
0: It doesn't. Um, especially with how this year has started. <laughs> Man. Um, I don't know. It's just it's very – this the beginning of the year has been very, like, eerie, you know yeah. what I mean? And kind of hard. Like, I came in this year. I was like, yeah, 2020 about to be my year. Girl, I was like, I'm
1: about to be on <laughs> 2020, Nick. Let me tell you, by day five, 2020 was on my neck
0: and squishing me. <laughs> squishing, for With real. trying to breathe. Yes, and it just really hurt my heart like it did for everyone about Kobe's passing. And oh my then gosh, his yeah. daughter, oh my Gigi, God. and all of the people that were in – Um, the helicopter crash that just really tore me up like for real and I am not personally like a huge fan of him but I everybody knows him right and it's just like so impactful to where it makes you think like what are we really living for like what are we doing all of this for yeah why are we stressed out why are we frustrated why are we yeah you know like when you think of how you could just lose your life at any moment yeah. You know? So.
1: I think for me, like, I was like, like you, I'm not like a big sports person or a big sports fan or basketball fan, but like when I heard the news, I was so saddened about it just because I know the impact that he has made on people's lives and the impact that he still has. But the one thing that I can say in addition to what you said is that I feel like he used every single talent that yes. he had and he gave it his mm-hmm. all. So when God called his name, he yes. didn't have anything else left to get. Like, he like trained like a beast he was a beast he gave it his all he was a family man like i know you can't idolize anybody but i feel like if you were going to co idolize a person right that you know like he would be the standard for it and i think for me i took away from it like i gotta make sure that before god ever calls my name that i give it all i got that's a great point that i lay it all out on the line Mm -hmm. and that i really you know try to lead in a way that makes god proud but literally, when I found out that his daughter was on there, yeah. and I keep seeing these videos of his daughter and how good she, Like, I saw a video of him saying how good his daughter was, like how much better she was at his age. Yeah. That took me out.
0: Yeah. It's, it's t- been really hard for me to even be on social media because yeah. of that. And I couldn't even watch the tributes. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It. It just, I couldn't watch the Lakers play the uh, Trailblazers. They should have just like, canceled just every couldn't.
1: single NBA game because I don't know how they went out there and they performed. Yeah. Because all of the players were crying, and that just goes to show, you know, how much of it impacted it had on everybody, and I just feel like it—it it made people wake up and start thinking. I think every time that a celebrity passes, like when Nipsey passed, yes, um, or whomever has passed in the past, like it's just our wake-up call that our time on this earth is limited. So yes. we have to make sure that we do the most with it.
0: Exactly, that's a great point. I mean, yeah. that is really a great point because I think that we get caught up in saying, "Oh, well, I'll just do it tomorrow." Well, how do you tomorrow know you got promise. tomorrow? Don't
1: put off what you can do tomorrow. How do you tomorrow, know you, you have next today. week? Yeah. I agree. And the thing. Go ahead.
0: So, what else has been going on with social media?
1: So, you know, um, a couple weeks back, the huge story broke that um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, mm-hmm. that they stepped down. Mm-hmm. And people were giving, she gets so much flack. Oh, like, my gosh, Like, the she British does. press, like, literally runs her in the mm-hmm. ground. And this is my personal opinion. I don't think it was Meghan. I think it was Harry. I don't think he wants any parts of it because they're basically doing to him what they did to his mother. Because you know how his mom died, you know? Yes. And I just feel like he wants to protect his family. and He just feels like if he has to step down for his wife to to feel protected and his son to feel protected, he's going to do this. But you know what I admire about them? What? Because you know they say they got like a deal, like doing a voiceover thing, Mm -hmm. and they have all these production deals. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I said, you know what Megan said before she married him? she was going to secure the bag. And if she had to go back and work, she was going to continue to secure the bag. And I said, Megan, you better support your family. I just
0: love how she still tries to maintain her independence. Because, I mean, at first... Um, I was kind of like, "Girl, how you gonna just not be the princess no more?" Like <laughs> that was my they first have been thought. So mean. They have because anytime I go on any type of like outlet, it it just praises Kate, the other one, the other princess. But Whatever. and then they talk so much trash about Megan, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to pull the race card, but I ain't blind to it. Yeah, because it's like y'all don't trash Kate like right? that. Like, and I honestly really like Megan. I, I feel like too. she is the modern woman she that is. has it all. That still has it. her own mindset. Yeah. And I just love that about her. So, personally, I think what you said, I'm like, he really wasn't even trying to be nobody prince. Like, he I was mean, just kind of not going to be the prince his brother is. He too lit. I
1: saw a yeah. picture where
0: he bent his finger to the side and I knew <laughs> that he was different. Did you ever watch the movie on Lifetime about their love story? They uh-huh. met on a blind date. I said, you know what? If I got any friends, that's when you can set me up for it. Don't none of us know <laughs> nobody like that. Because if we did, y'all I would be with know. him. <laughs> okay. But you know who I want to be quiet? I want her daddy
1: to be quiet because he keeps talking to the cub toy boys. And I want him to shut up. Oh, yeah. Shut up.
0: Yeah. Please. Yeah, he and wants thank too you. much, shine. Thanks, management. <laughs> but I just adore them. They're such a cute couple. They are. But their baby Archie. Archie. It's chilling. So speaking of couples. Oh, Lord. Why don't we get into our dating and relationship segment? Okay okay so Shelby let's talk about setting expectations so (laughs) when is it appropriate um, to set expectations in the dating phase what are a few of your expectations and what have you learned about setting them or not setting them
1: I feel like For me personally, I feel like as soon as you know that y'all are going to be a thing or that you all both mutually like each other, Mm -hmm. then you all should set expectations.
0: Right, yeah. So
1: what I've learned in dating so far is that I realize that when I'm dating that I have certain expectations of him and that he has certain expectations of me, but I realize that we don't really know what each other's expectations are, so now we're sitting up here irritated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's really important – That as soon as you all both establish like hey like this is the thing we're going to start. We want to see where this can go. I think that you all should sit down and say like what you expect of each other and then from there decide okay like what's realistic like what steps are we going to get to get there because I think a lot of times we think that that person can read our mind and this he can't. No. Let me tell you I found that out like a week ago. He can't read your mind. No. Like you you literally have to speak up and say and I think that when you do have the conversation, like be okay with it if it doesn't go as smoothly as you think right. that it's gonna go, because you're two different people that have two different types of communications, two different ways of thinking, and two different ways of seeing things. So you can't just like meld your opinion and your communication styles and your expectations overnight. Like Rome wasn't built in a night. Relationship is it going to be built in Yes,
0: I think you nailed it on the head when you said Basically it has to be a conversation You can't just assume what the other person wants or doesn't want Because your feelings will be hurt Right and so for me I think it If you think about it the opposite way As if you just don't set any expectations when you're dating And then you actually move forward into a relationship or, Or something more serious Then you try to set expectations It's like girl he with you because you didn't have no expectations. Now you want to try to set some. Right. You got to try to tell him what to do with him. I can say, we ain't doing that. <laughs> right. I can tell you you' crazy. So I think for me personally, I always want to make sure, first, do I even like this person first? Right. Do we know each other enough for me to even be trying to tell you what I want from you and all of yeah. that? Because maybe you're not the person for me. Yeah. Um, And then I think it co- goes to back to your standards. Like, what do yeah. you expect of yourself? In this relationship or dating phase. And I think the dating phase is really important to get to know that person. Yeah. Like, I think we all just wanna just like have a base so bad, but it's like, okay, this person can teach you something. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're gonna be the person that you should be having a full fledged relationship with.
1: I agree. And I also wanna put out there that like, I've realized just like how much hard work dating is in setting expectations. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to figure and navigate. when to like I guess give grace, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like give grace when setting expectations, give grace when trying to, you know, learn a person and when to like bow out and be like, Alright. Yeah. This was cute. (laughs) Yeah. But uh I'ma
0: head out. (laughs) Okay, SpongeBob. (laughs) No, but um I have a confession. Okay. (laughs) So uh I met somebody um and we have been on three dates Yay! So you've joined the dating pool too uh, I wouldn't speak too fast um but I'm saying that to talk about like expectations because y'all know I have not dated in years yeah <laughs> and so I've always been like kind of afraid of it because I'm just like you know what I don't want to entertain nobody but my expectation has always been, it's in your approach. Like, how do yeah. you approach me? That's that's already going to tell me if I'm going to give you my number or not. you right. So the thing about him is when he approached me, he did it in such a normal, conversational way. It wasn't like, yeah. hey, queen, like, what are you doing weird. after this? Like, it wasn't, no, yeah, nothing weird. And so, and also when he asked me for my number, it was very normal. Well, this is what he did. And this is how he... he this is how he did it. So he was just like, Hey, do you think it's okay if I give you my number? Sir, yes. Because now the ball's in my court and you right. know I like the control situation. So yeah, I was you. like, You know what? Yeah. And I sure did hit him up. So um, from then on, he uh, asked me on a date and it was really normal. It wasn't Yay. like no weird, like, I don't know. It yeah. was normal. And then he had the place picked out yeah. he told me what time he, energy. To- he was there before i was there yes, energy he was a su- super gentleman like oh my god <laughs> i was like these are my expectations how do you know like <laughs> yes. so um yeah so we've been on three dates it's been cool That's i feel good. like he's a really uh genuine person now i can't judge at this point obviously but just if from the vibes that is somebody, you gotten so far he has very good vibes very genuine vibes and it it's not Anything that I'm like, ooh, is this gonna be my husband? Like, yeah. no. Like I'm, I'm so timid. Like my, I'm feel like I'm putting my toe in the water, yeah. Cause I'm like, this came out of nowhere. I was like, um. But let me tell you, something.
1: God was put you in the dating pool randomly. Like I was like, like <laughs> God threw me in the dating pool, and I was like, listen, God. I
0: was but yeah, he's he's That's just it. to me. Like I always tell you, I'm like, you're the homie until further notice. But as far as like my expectations, he has really impressed me, and I'm like. People don't normally impress me, but he impresses me by like he's just a thoughtful person. Yeah. So far is what I, so far what I know about him. And yeah. he has I've always expected somebody to really try to get to know who I am, yeah, and not just try to you know see what you can get. But he has literally been asking me types of questions that make me think, okay, you really trying to understand what kind of person I am, where mindset I yeah. got, like where I want to be, you know? Yeah. So I am just like, okay, if I stick with my expectations. Then it could really be something. So I just think it's always important to just yeah, stick with that. I agree. So we'll see. <laughs> that, that's, I all I got, that's all I got <laughs> with that. But um, I just, I've never been the person not to set no expectations. Yeah. Like sometimes I've set way too many expectations on somebody that was never going to fulfill like yeah. <laughs> what I wanted. I get what you're saying. But I don't know if there's a right time or not.
1: I feel like there's, I feel like the right time is when you feel like it's the right time. I just feel like you got to go with your gut and your instinct because I like the right time for me could be like in the beginning, or the right time for you could be like actually, you know, when you're in a relationship. So I think that you have to go with. What you feel like is comfortable yeah. I think for me I have so many expectations But I just like dish it out to you in like Serving
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I don't want to Overwhelm you because I'm a lot and I Expect a lot from a person but I understand That I can't just put that all on you in one Setting Yeah. but I guess like starting off Like I expect you to be consistent I expect You yes. to spend quality time with me I expect yeah. you to Date me you know what I mean yes. I expect You to be keep it 100 with me and to be Honest with me you know what I mean yes. like those are Some things that I expect up when I expect us to have conversations to see like you know if we even mesh if we even vibe in different things like that right like I expect for us to spend time for us to see if we can take it a step farther and I expect you to communicate with me yeah like, those are just like some things that I have expected and I feel like even though they're such simple things I've had to realize that like Sometimes when you start setting expectations for people, they're not used to you actually setting spe- expectations for people. Yeah. And they're not used to you being so, like, now in my dating life, I am so direct. <laughs> if I have something to say or I have something to tell you, like, I'm going to tell you. Like, it is going to get off of my chest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've just, like I said, I've just been learning that, like, sometimes when I'm easing into these expectations and I just, you know, sprinkle it on you, like, I'm having to give grace just like that person is having to give me grace. For their expectations, if that makes sense Yeah,
0: because I've been in situations where I just suffered From my own expectations And that's a miserable place to be When you know that you're, you may be meeting his expectations And, and then I wasn't meeting Or he wasn't meeting mine yeah. And it's like, why am I sitting here when I know that I want him to do this, but he's not doing it Yeah. You know, so I think that it's okay Like you said, to be direct and say, hey This is what I need from you, if we're gonna do this So that's, that's what I have learned And then also trying to to get back into the dating game again. I just want to build a solid friendship. Like, do I even like this person? Yeah. Because I think, like we were saying, you can't put expectations on someone that you don't even know if this is somebody that you really like. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. To be continued, (laughs) I am just here. So, I'll just say I have a new friend, and that's how we're going to leave it (laughs) until further notice. So... On that, let's take a break before we get into our journey segment, stay tuned. And we're back with our journey segment for the day. So the journey segment is when we discuss uh, our journey to building all things melanin. So today let's discuss the importance of discipline. So, for example, being disciplined when you don't feel like it, you're overwhelmed, and the weight of the world is on your shoulders. So, Shelby, how do we push through when we're tired? How do we keep going? And how do we work together to get the job done?
1: I guess for me, like, I think I've been thinking in terms of, like, long term because I have really been struggling with discipline lately. I've just been feeling, like, overwhelmed, <laughs> overworked, and, like, I have too much on my plate that I can't finish. Um mm-hmm like I can't get done when I need to get done but like I guess for me like one way that I think about it is like I would rather like sacrifice now to benefit later so that's one way that I look at it but then also I have just I've had to start like putting like my task in my phone at certain time periods like okay Shelby like for instance Shelby okay you're gonna get home you're gonna take like a 30 minute breather, okay From, like, 5 to 5.30. Okay, from 5.30 to 6.30, you're going to work on this project. From 6.30 to 7.30, you're going to work on this project. From 7.30 to 8.30, and I have to, like, plan out my day and be disciplined like that. And, like, even if I don't feel like it, I still do it. Because if I only do things when I feel like it, then nothing's going to get done. That's true. Like, the most rewarding thing for me is when I can push through and keep going when I don't feel like it, when I'm tired. Because I think about it like this. Everybody that I ever admire, everybody that's ever been that's successful right now there have been thousands of times when they didn't feel like it Mm -hmm. but they did it anyway Mm -hmm. there have been thousands of times when they've been tired but they've done it anyway there have been thousands of times when you know when the weight of the world was on their shoulders but they but they went out there and performed any way they went out there and did what they need did needed to do anyway so if i want to reach their level of success what makes me any different from them right like i still have to put in the work i still have to give my ties and my dues and all of that different stuff
0: yeah and that's what I'm saying because when you think about discipline, discipline doesn't feel good. Like when you get disciplined in any type of thing, it doesn't. But you, it's part of being adulting and uh, being an adult. But yeah. it's like to discipline yourself, it takes mental work. And yeah. I think that when you are tired, sometimes you make mistakes, you overlook things, you can't think clearly. And so I think you have to just listen to your body when you are tired because I yeah. think for my mistake is like, okay, Even though I want to push through, I've pushed through past my limit to where now I can't do anything because I'm just disabled. (laughs) So I think that um, in order to push through, like you said, was a really good thing, is to schedule out what you need to get done. Schedule out your priorities and prioritize your priorities. So I used to struggle with thinking that I have to get everything done in one day and then I'm over here doing a little bit of each thing and getting none of it done. Yeah. So that's not... You know that's not productive in any kind of way So I think that um, In order for me to not feel Overwhelmed is to try to get those uh, My priority list Just get those top couple of Things done because like even today I'm like I have so much on my plate And I do feel overwhelmed and it's like Sometimes I feel guilty Because there's other things in life that I Want to get done and it's like okay When does the wheel stop so I Can it's like Uh Jumping rope. Okay, when can I stop jumping rope so I can start something? So, I don't know. It's To me, it's a daily learning thing for me. But I think for us, how we're blessed to have two of us. And we can counter off of each other and rely on each other. Because I'll know that you'll get something done. And you'll know that I'll get something done. And it'll just be done. Right. So, I don't know. We always are motivating everyone to keep going and don't stop. But sometimes it is necessary for you to take those rests because of that's course. how you're going to have longevity. I agree. Yeah. So, what do you think how do you think we work
1: together? I think for us like being disciplined and communicating like how we're feeling and what we need help on. I think that we both know each other well enough to know when we're BSing. Yeah. And when we're really and truly exhausted. I feel like for the most part me and you we're really really hard working go-getter people like we literally are the type of people like we'll do it ourselves. Like, there's yeah. no need to ask somebody else. So I know that if Erica comes to me and asks me for help or that she needs to do something or she can do something, I know she's not BSing me. I know Erica knows that if I come to her and I ask her for help and, or I can't do something, she knows that I'm not BSing. I feel like our friendship and our business relationship has grown so much that we know that about each other now. But I feel like now we can kind of sense when the other person needs help. Yeah. And we can kind of sense when the other person Isn't as motivated to do what they need to do Yeah. So I think that's how we um, do that
0: I think it is too And I think like I said we are friends first, so we also respect each other's time. If she knows that I'm super exhausted, and I know she's super exhausted, and we're like, hey, let's just have some friend time. We can worry about this later. This is not important. You yeah. need to get your health together. I need to get my health together, yeah. and then we'll pick it up where we left off. So I think that that's important, too, is that like we are friends first, so we respect each other in that sense Definitely. rather than just just business partners. We're like, yeah, here you go again. No, it's like <laughs> yeah. we have – that mutual respect and i think that's very important yeah especially when it comes to discipline yeah sometimes we can just be too hard on ourselves though Mm friends sometimes
1: yes like i will (laughs) tell you right now i'm the hardest on myself like you ain't even got to be hard on me yeah because i'm hard on myself my
0: foot be on my own neck girl just be (laughs) choking myself like man like calm down (laughs) i know so on that note let's take a break (laughs) and we'll be right back with our mentor moment So now let's get into our guest segment, Dreams and Connections. I just love this segment. So this is catered to our go-getters going after their dreams and killing it in their industry. So today we want to introduce to you Ashley McDonough, founder of Melanin on the Map, a dope app that is dedicated to travelers of color. Okay, so before we get into our interview,
1: we have to read you Ashley's credentials and let y'all know just how popping she is. (laughs) So, Ashley McDonough is a Howard University graduate, producer, and journalist, and she's the founder of Melanet on the Map, the first travel app dedicated to minority travelers. Growing up first-generation American with parents of Caribbean descent, McDonough always, always had a love for culture and travel and knew a career in those fields would one day be in her future. Having traveled to over 10 countries before the age of 25, McDonough couldn't help but notice the new faces of color she encountered on her monthly excursions and decided to do something about it. Launching Melanin on the map, a safe space for travelers of color to learn, engage, and create affordable travel opportunities, McDonough aims to change the face of minority travel. Our app features features include first-hand accounts of the minority travel experience, custom custom budget-based booking engine, the opportunity to become a paid travel agent, global minority business promotion awareness travel merch and much more the free app is available in all app stores worldwide so before we get started Ashley I have to ask you what's good what's
0: happening what's popping how, how you, you feeling? feeling I'm good I'm
2: good thank you for having me
0: ladies of course of course yes, thank you so much for joining us I'm excited about this I just love I travel and being melanin you know yeah
1: I love it yeah <laughs> And the crazy thing is, right before we got on this uh, this interview, we were literally just talking about travel. Yes.
0: <laughs> like our travel
1: plans for the summer, our travel plans that are coming up and different things like this. So this interview is literally right on time. It's good for the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Ashley, tell us what made you like decide to um, found Melanin on the Map. So
2: really, the motive behind it was honestly, there was just a need for it. Like, like, I mean, I've been traveling my whole life. I'm first generation American. And you know, I've been blessed to have been to so many different places. Mm -hmm. But I realized that wasn't the everyday norm for other people who looked like me. Yeah. And when I would be on these travels and all these things, like I would see very few faces that looked like me outside of when I was in the Caribbean, of course, where my family's from. Yeah. But like as a whole, it was just fewer and fewer people who looked like me. And I really wanted to create that safe space because I knew so many travel enthusiasts who did look like me. It, we were just not represented in that light. Like, so I really knew that this would be beneficial to people who love to travel, who are minorities and who really wanted to create these opportunities for themselves.
1: Yeah. So when you were starting, like when you got the idea to start Melanin on the Map, mm-hmm. was it difficult to execute? Because I think I found that a lot of people, like you said, they want to travel, but they don't have the resources. They don't really know how they're overwhelmed. So we, before you executed it, was it like hard to like get it started? <sighs>
2: Um, the thing is like, so it's been kind of like, I always knew it was going to happen. Me launching this business. I just really didn't know what capacity it was going to be in. It it wasn't necessarily going to be an app. It wasn't like, there was no real concrete plan in that matter. I just knew this platform was going to happen. So as I got closer and closer, as far as like the app creation part, it was a lot of steps. It was not an easy process, but I mean, it like, I think with launching any business just comes like, you know, good days, bad days, stressful days. Like, why did I do this all together? But, um, you know, I think there was a process that I had to take as far as like, you know, getting a license, getting a trademark, getting my developers, doing all of that. So it was a tedious process, but I mean, worth it for sure.
0: I'm glad you touched on that because Shelby and I always talk about um our journey to building a brand and I don't think enough of us talk about the ups and downs and what it really takes and like the behind the scenes work like you didn't just wake up one day and everything was cool like it takes Mm -hmm. a lot behind the scenes and groundwork so tell us your experience with um, helping plan and book trips for others and how Mm -hmm. your journey been being an entrepreneur and building your brand
2: who child, child, child.
0: <laughs> we got so,
2: <laughs> so honestly i'm so transparent and so honest when it comes to entrepreneurship because i love 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 this era that we're in and all these like you know these boss women and these boss men who are really just kind of changing the narrative but entrepreneurship as glamorized as it has become it is hard work. Like it is a lot of work. There's nothing easy about it. And especially if you're dedicated and passionate about your business and your brand, like it's a lot, it's going to be a lot of stressful, isolating days. And it is a process, you know, some days are going to be great and other days are going to be terrible, but you have to understand that it is not an overnight process. You do have to build up that community and that connection and really just focus on like brand development and all these things. Like it is a process over time. So uh, I just want people to understand that. Like it is, it has become glamorized and nice, and mm-hmm. you know all these hashtags, black owned, and all that stuff, which is great. And I'm here for all of it. But I just want people to understand the hard work and dedication that it really takes. It is not for the faint of heart. It oh is God. not for the weak. Like go and get a nine to five, please, because <laughs> it's way easier. It's so it much easier. So, um, yeah, that process is a lot, but it is worth it. And it will teach you so much about yourself.
0: And I feel like, especially when you are doing something so that's catered to minority travels and their experience, because we need that. Like you said, it's not really anything that we really see out there. Right. Mm -hmm. You have something of that niche. It is harder to actually find the support. Yeah. Right. Like, you know hey we melanin we travel too we like to go around on country right countries and stuff so Mm -hmm. we find it that hard harder to you know get that support too when you're trying to do something that's kind of outside of the norm quote unquote yeah and also to piggyback off of that
2: when i was launching this i realized it's very difficult to start something that you have no blueprint for I had nothing to compare it to when I was building this brand. Like I said, it was the first app dedicated to minority travelers. So when I looked at competitors, like there was no app, there was no formula. I just built this thing from scratch of what like God told me to do. Like what he was like, okay, this is what the app is going to look like. This is what we got to go forward with. Like, so there was that, that's where the real struggle came is I didn't have, a blueprint, you know when I look at companies successful businesses like Netflix, they have Hulu to go off of, they have you yeah. know, they have all these other things to like build and expand on, but I was just building this out of like my own vision yeah, and my yeah. own dream
1: and that's so cool because I think a lot of times like You know, when we have a dream and different things like that, like you said, a lot of times we have a blueprint to go off. But if we don't have a blueprint to go off sometimes, then we can get really discouraged. But it just goes to show that when God gave you the vision, you know, to do what you're doing and to create the app and for it to Mm -hmm. um, target it toward, you know, melanoma map, you made it happen. And I think I tell Erica like, there are two types of people in the world. There are people that just want to live a regular, schmiggle life. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. you want to do. And there are people that want to do more. So I right. even though you didn't have the blueprint, even though you didn't necessarily know how to execute it, like you mm-hmm. worked for you. And I think that that says a lot because I don't think a lot of people, like you said, talk about that enough too.
2: Right. And that's a fact for sure. And I always say there are sayers and there's doers. Like I knew that this was going to happen. This is what God told me to do. This was my vision. This was my passion. And I did it. Like, and I didn't have a business background. I didn't have a tech background. My background is in journalism and production. I went to Howard University and got a degree in journalism and production. <laughs> so that was my plan. I didn't get my MBA or anything like that. And, you know, but I mean, if you have a vision over your life, and you have a plan for your future, like you just got to do it and you have to execute.
1: Yeah. Yes, because we're firm believers that like literally if you, you can do anything that you think you can do and you are what you think you are. So if you think exactly, you can, then you're definitely going to do it. So since Amen. Are, Um, how has how has everything been like with booking trips with people and all of that stuff?
2: One thing I will say, the app has expanded. So it, it's expanded way more than I thought it would be I as far as the time span. So when I initially launched the app, it had had a number of the same features it has on now. But as far as like me adding this travel agent part and then me adding this global business directory part and then all of these things, these are factors that came along with the app like as it was growing. So it was, I mean, overall, it's doing great. It's, I mean, it's grown so fast. We're doing, I'm connected with so many different agents in such a short span of time. Yeah. I'm connecting with so many minority owned businesses for the global business directory that we're adding and all of that. So promoting other people of color and all those things. So that aspect is going great. Although we're getting constant quotes um, of with people who are looking to travel more and looking to learn more about travel. I'm getting constant emails and, just different things of people who ideas they want to see and things. So it's really great, and I think I've done a great job at building this community because that was my target audience. Like I knew that I was not the only person who was not comfortable and okay with just going to a 9 to 5, being miserable, not seeing the world, not doing anything day to day to day. This monotonous lifestyle. Yeah. I knew that wasn't the only one all of my friends my best friends my cousins like we're so open minded and optimistic and I wanted to really create this for those people so yes. I'm happy that I'm connecting with those
0: people like they're
2: very very in tune they're in my inbox they're in my email yes. so I'm very <laughs> excited about that for sure.
0: That's awesome so you did mention the global uh, directory so can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yes. So I'm really, really excited about this just because, again, this did not exist. This did not happen. Mm -hmm. And um, prior to me launching this app. So what the global minority business directory is, is really a GPS locator for all minority owned. So black and brown companies and businesses worldwide. So a lot of times people of color, when they're traveling and all these things, they want to connect with other black owned businesses. They want to support black owned hotels and restaurants and spas and and clothing stores, but they don't know where it is. And I mean, you really can't blame them because if you're in London and you're just on vacation, you're not going to know like, you know, oh, this is black owned or so on and so forth. So what the app does now through a GPS locator, you'll be able to go to your destination and just put in where you are and see what those black owned businesses look like around you. Okay. So you can use that black-owned resort, or you can go and eat dinner at that black-owned restaurant, and so on and so forth through a GPS locator. So you literally have no excuse to not support yes. your people.
1: I love, <laughs> that. I love that. That's an amazing idea because I think you know I know like when I like when when I travel and different things like that, or me and Erica travel mm-hmm. together, we definitely try to experience things and eat at places and do right you can't do here. Like right. that's literally our golden rule. If we can do it in Dallas, Texas, we
2: don't right. do it there. <laughs> exactly. And I'm the same way. Like I'm not like I'm not we not going to Burger King.
1: We're not going to McDonald's. <laughs> don't try
0: it. I
1: hate those people. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. So this is definitely amazing. So how could people like submit would they just email you? Would they hit you in the DM?
2: Yeah. So on the app itself, there's a join my join the directory today feature you can just click on it and there'll be a form for you to fill out which basically says what's your name what's your position in the business where you're located because we are global so where you're located what industry you're in so if you are in accommodations and like hospitality are you a restaurant are you a spa owner or whatever like whatever it is put your website link And then our partnership director will reach out to you with Next Steps. So we have different packages that we offer. So as far as promotional, because we know different businesses need different things. So if you just want promotion, then we got you on that. If you want to work with one of our travel influencers. So we have a team of global travel influencers, all Black women, because come Mm, on, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you want to work with them for promotion, as far as social media, video anything like that so we have different options for different businesses so if you wanted to submit your business you can go directly in the app or you can go on our instagram page and go on the link in our bio there and just cl- click and um join the directory today
1: that's amazing that's first amazing. of all ashley when do you sleep oh no girl <laughs> child i don't know i don't know <laughs> Cause i'm just trying to see something real quick i need your energy or something no just talking about how <laughs> overwhelmed and tired we are but no but seriously like this is amazing and different things like that because I feel like a lot of times um, people sit back and they complain about like what we don't have or how we're not, mm-hmm. or how we don't have this information. And instead of complaining, you took that and said, okay, like we don't, you know, like this is not something that we have. So I'm going to create something so minorities can travel so they can be educated, so they can have the information, so they can be traveling. Right. Different things like that. So mm-hmm. in starting it on the map, like, I guess like what, What has been the most important thing for you since you started? Mm, I think the most important thing is that
2: people of color really get to see that the opportunities are endless. So, like, honestly, they really are. I think, well, I don't, well, I'm just gonna speak on American society. But they have this way of restricting us into believing that we can only do this much or we can only live this life. And I feel like that is like the most ridiculous thing ever. Like for me to be a young entrepreneur, a black woman, a HBCU graduate, like all of these things are probably not in the cards as far as what society would have preferred. But I'm showing people that the opportunities are endless. You can travel. You can earn money from travel. You can become a travel agent. You can become a business owner. You can do all of these things. And I'm so happy that the community that I'm building completely understands that and they resonate with that. And you can tell that that is what connects them more than anything. I think, like, I mean, I, since we are global, I'm always in the comments on the social media because I really want to see, like, who my audience is yeah and, you know where are they from what they like and all these things and when i asked one day um as far as like where's everyone from to see people are from ghana and london and canada mm-hmm. and new york and like it's like wow you people are really connecting on just the fact that you guys love travel and you yeah. just want a different life for yourself so i think that has been the most important so one show people the opportunities and also connect people with people who are just like them
0: that's great because I think you touched on it earlier as well when you were just like, you know, I just knew for myself that I didn't want to be in this monotonous go to nine to five and just do this for the rest of my life. And you had that vision, you had mm-hmm. that passion. So what would you tell someone who wants to go after their dreams?
2: Honestly, just do it. Like, seriously, <laughs> I like, that's it. That That's the quote. That is it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, it really it's so stress like at the end of the day you don't want to live life with any regrets and like if rest in peace kobe bryant now if if kobe bryant's story has not taught you anything about life like you need to go after whatever it is that your dream is put your all into it and leave a legacy behind like kobe bryant is the perfect example for that like that man knew his dream knew his vision created this whole life empire lifestyle he had his kids had his marriage had his career then he died just like that at 41 years old but he left this legacy behind him off of the work that he put in so I think if anything like really follow that dream and that passion like really go forth and execute it a lot of the times people get lazy and they're Mm -hmm. real complacent and it's like how bad do you really want it But like, you need to put the effort in and you need to be consistent and you need to be honest with yourself because you owe it to yourself more than anything. This is your life at the end of the day. So, if you're not going to go after your own dreams, you can't expect, like, anything else for whatever the outcome looks like for you. So, just do it.
1: That is so true. And you touched on it. Like, with Kobe's legacy and different things like that, we talked about that a little bit, you know, early in the show about our feelings and different things like that. So mm-hmm. as you're building Melanoma on the map and you're building out these different components and different things like that, like what do you want your what do you want your legacy to be? Like what do you want to be remembered for?
2: Oh, and I've been thinking about that so much after Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant that really really shook me. Like it really it shook, shook us me. too. Yeah. yeah, it shook me, and I was kind of like I felt a way about being so shaken by it because I'm like I don't know this man, but then it's like it shook me because of his power and his legacy, and it really really Keep it makes you think about like what do you want like if you were forty one God forbid like what would your life look like and at right. the end of the day when it's all said and done in my many 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 years to come <laughs> um, I really just want my legacy to be that I was a woman who went after her dreams mm-hmm. and created something long lasting to live way beyond me yeah that impacted people of color to yeah. expand their horizons, connect with other people, and really create the lifestyle that they want for themselves. I want my representation as a Black woman, as an entrepreneur, that you can do it. You absolutely can do it. And you should, because you owe it to yourself. I, so I think that, put that on my tombstone. <laughs> yes, and
0: like you said before, you were like, I don't have a blueprint to follow. Well, how about you are the blueprint? blueprint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, now. Come on, Jay-Z. <laughs>
0: But no, that's
1: amazing because you're showing you're showing like people of color, black and brown people, like that representation matters mm-hmm. because through your community and through your app and through everything that you're that you're doing, you're showing people that they can do anything that they set their mind to. If they want to create an app, they can create an app. If they want to create mm-hmm. a community, they can create a community. If they want to do something and they don't, you know, know how to do it, then they can create the blueprint and do it themselves. And I think a lot of times we're not represented properly and i think a yeah. lot times even if we are represented represented we don't reach back to the next person to give them the keys to tell them yeah
2: right that is so important and i'm so happy you touched on that because i think that's also one of my main F- focuses as far as like impact and legacy yeah. with me building this brand and building this company and ultimately empire like it is about helping other women who look like me and people in general but specifically black women i love me my sisters so uh-huh. the fact that i could even have a full team of black women agents and like show them how to build out brands and yeah. show them how to make money from travel and all these things is that means a lot to me, you know, that I can build out this company and stuff, but I can also help people along the way. And as my company grows, I can only help more and more people. So that is definitely the goal for sure.
0: That's what it's all about. It is all about that. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just so glad that you joined our Dreams and Connections. Thank
2: you.
1: I'm so happy that you guys I feel like you
0: my entire soul. Yeah. <laughs> that I didn't know that I needed yes. yes. Let everybody know how they can get in contact with you.
2: Yes. So if you want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Ashley underscore Milani. M-I-L-A-N-I. And then you can also contact us directly through our app at melanin on the map in all app stores and then at melanin on the map on social as well
0: perfect it's worldwide y'all y'all go get it
2: worldwide now you better get it
0: (laughs) so much Ashley for joining us today of
2: course thank you so much for having me
0: all right so let's keep it going with our mentor moment so we have a listener letter that we're going to read and then we're going to give our advice on it Okay, so the letter says, hi, Erica and Shelby. I am struggling with juggling school, a full-time job, a side hustle, a relationship, maintaining a social life, and it's very overwhelming and stressful lately. I have a lot of responsibilities on my plate, but I am struggling with maintaining them all. You ladies are so encouraging when it comes to never giving up, but I am exhausted and feel like giving up on some things. What are some ways you try to reduce that feeling of being overwhelmed? Want to take that one? <laughs> um, you go first. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm always overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I would say to reduce the feeling of being overwhelmed. Well, I just feel like life in general can be very overwhelming, and especially when you have a lot going on. I personally suffer from this because I don't know how to say no to stuff <laughs> or people. Like anytime someone asks me to do something, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Or even work. Yeah, yeah, I can take that on. And knowing good and well I can't. And then at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So I think for me, I just think if there's any area that you can say no to and say yes to yourself first, yeah, I think that that can reduce some of the feeling of being overwhelmed. Because believe me, when you're overwhelmed, you, it's hard to get over that hump or that hill. Yeah. So I think just knowing when to set some boundaries and cut things off um whether it's like if you do go out and have a social life you don't got to go out every weekend with your friends maybe Mm -hmm. one weekend here and then you can't go the next weekend because you just need me time I literally schedule me time weekends in my phone so that I can you know show up for myself because if you don't show (laughs) up for yourself first you can't show up for school you can't show up for your job you can't show up for your relationship yeah and be your your whole self so yeah that would be my advice. What about you?
1: I think for me, I'm a planner. So anybody that knows me knows I got to plan everything. And if it ain't in my calendar, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would definitely say, like, trying to plan as much as possible. For instance, like, for example, like, you work, You most of us work 8 hours a day, 40 hours a week. So hypothetically, let's say you know you're going to be at work from 8 to 5. That time's allotted. You know that, let's say you got a man. You know that your man going to want to spend time with you. So what night are y'all planning he day battle. night? <laughs> like... Go ahead and schedule date yeah. night, whether that's one time a week, two times a week. Like schedule in time, like okay, like from this time period, this is me and base time, so I gotta block that out. Um, like if you're, like if you have like a side hustle or business or whatever, like maybe scheduling time before you go to work, sending out those emails, scheduling emails to go out after work, setting aside time to work on your business and different things like that. For me, I have to see it. If I can't see it, it's not getting done and it's not gonna be completed. So I like literally, I put everything that needs to get done. In my calendar is either like a date or a task and that helps me i guess to visualize what i need to do also understand that a lot of times we have so many things that we need to get done day to day that we're not going to get all of those things done and that's right. okay like literally do not kill yourself trying to get everything done but there are some things that you have to get done pick the top three things that you need to get done every day if you can't do three do two and if you can't do two one if you finish one do two if you finish two do three like I feel like at the end of the day, like, you know how to, you know what's a healthy limit to push yourself because you can't be great and be basic. No. If we're being honest. But I feel like at the end of the day, like, we have to realize our limits. Like, for the most part, I know how far I can push myself. And I know when I get to that limit, okay, you got to chill. You got to nap. You got to, you got to reset. So I think you have to really learn yourself and learn yourself in this season Because, for instance, like, for me in this season, I got a lot on my plate, period. Like, I just do. There's no way around it. But for me, like, planning time to date and planning time to do the things that I need to do and the tasks that I need to do and putting it in my calendar. Because, you know, when it comes up, it'll pop pop up as a reminder. Putting it on my refrigerator, it pops up as a reminder. So that's what really helps me. Like, planning, prioritizing, putting it in my calendar, and scheduling it out. Like, I know you can't plan everything, but I would say
0: plan as much as you can. And even try to plan time to rest because that's my thing. I don't plan enough time for me to rest. But you know how I can know when I am overwhelmed is when I do have time to rest and I can't. When I'm restless or if I go to sleep early well earlier than my normal schedule and I wake up tired, I ain't resting. I'm overwhelmed. I'm probably just... Uh, rolling around in my sleep and not really taking time to uh, rest just worried about what I got to do the next day so I think scheduling also time to like truly rest and maybe take even if it's just an hour to do something that you enjoy doing whether that's reading your books or taking a walk or you know going to the mall you know whatever you feel like you can do for that one hour to get your brain uh not so much focused on what you got to do for school, for job, for relationship, like that, all that stuff is what you got to serve to these other things or people. Yeah. You got to take time to serve yourself because if you don't, then you'll always have that feeling of being overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So I think that was great advice. But if you have a question that you would like for us to answer, please submit your questions to us by emailing us at all things at gmail.com or slide in our DMs on IG at all things melanin underscore underscore so up next we'll be giving you our words of encouragement to get you through the day before we head out with our words of encouragement we want to thank you for listening to the all things melanin podcast and shout out to the kickback family um and y'all be sure to hit us up on ig at all things melanin underscore underscore so let's get into our words of encouragement for today where is it coming from shelby So today our words
1: of encouragement are coming from James 1, 2 through 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So when I think of this in different things like this, I feel like this is literally the season that I am in in my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like God has really, really been testing me every which way for things that I've prayed for and different things like that. I think, as Christians and believers of Christ, I think sometimes that we forget that we're not exempt from experiencing trials, tribulations, from losing people we love, from going through hard situations, um, for having, you know, spouts with our spouse, for having trouble on the job, for having arguments with our friends. Like, we're not immune to any of that. I think sometimes, in fact, that we get hit the hardest. I don't know about you, but sometimes, and I try not to envy other people what other people have and what other people are doing, but I don't know about you, but sometimes it really bugs me when I'm sitting here doing all that I, all that I can and I know how to do, and I see somebody that's not a believer of Christ, and it doesn't seem like they're going through anything, and that yeah. they're just breezing through life. Yeah. That really irks my buttons. Yeah. But I feel like God has really been testing me in this season, and he's been telling me, I'm putting you in in position to be tested and to go through trials so that when you come out of the fire, everybody know that it was God and it was not you. I think sometimes we get in situations and God just wants us to get quiet. He just wants us to talk to him. He just wants us to communicate with him. He just wants us to lay our burdens down at his feet. I think we become a culture sometimes where it's me, 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 me. Like, I got this job. Yeah. I got this man. Mm -hmm. I got this car. I got Mm -hmm. these friends. But if we just really want to be honest with ourselves, we didn't do anything. It was God's it was God's grace that gave us that job. It was God's grace that gave us that man. It was God's grace that gave us that car. Anything that we have was given us given to us by God. And I think sometimes when I listen when I I know that sometimes when I read this Bible verse and I think about this, I'm just reminded that God puts us through trials to prep us. Because we can't go into the next season of our lives and we can't get where we're going if we're not ready. If God dropped you off where you wanted with that man or that job, you wouldn't be ready because you ain't been through nothing. You don't know how to right. communicate. You don't know how to talk. You don't know how to speak up for yourself. You don't even have the skills or the knowledge to do what you want to do. So before you can go through that season in your life, God has got to get you ready. And I think for me, I've had to learn to stop thinking about, to stop thinking why me, God, and what is this trying to teach me? When I started asking God what was he trying to teach me, he started talking to me and he started revealing to me, okay, Shelby, you need to learn how to communicate. Okay, Shelby, you need to learn how to have a good attitude when you don't want to go in here and do this job. You need to learn how to put a smile on your face and do my work when you don't want to and you don't feel like this position is high enough. Like I think instead of worrying about why we're not where we're at, we need to worry about, okay, God, like, what do you want to teach me in this season? And if you would just instead focus on the lessons that God is trying to teach you, and if you would instead focus on the prep that God is trying to get you ready, I feel like you would enjoy this season much more. Because when you get where you're going, you're not going to have the time to learn how to do that job. You're not gonna have the time to like play with I'll do, to play what i do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that's what I've learned. What about you?
0: I think that's great, and I also think with endurance for me, it definitely teaches me patience because we all can sit here and say, okay, I'm going through something. But when you're at the beginning stages of going through whatever you're going through, you you can you can you know you can keep up with it. You're like, okay, you know, I got this guy. We can do this. We can do this. But what if years go by mm-hmm. and you're still enduring? That is enduring your patience And God is in no hurry We are all on his time So for me personally, I have to remember that We are not on Erica's time Mm -hmm. (laughs) We always, as a society We want everything now, right now, fast, fast fast, And that's just not how it goes So I think for me personally In order for me to grow, if I'm always saying I want to grow I want to be in this position of my life How am I going to do that being the same old me If I haven't grown If if God hasn't watered me, how am I going to grow You know what I mean, so I'm not saying that um you cannot enjoy life when you go through something because honestly God will always show you something that will give you that spark of joy to keep going that's what I've learned as well so I think you you nailed it on the head when you were just like how do you expect for you to move on to the next point if you've never endured anything you don't know anything so why would you expect to be on top and you're not even this is the beginning because even when you're on top imagine how much more endurance you're gonna have you're gonna have Stay there when you get there exactly so i love this verse and i actually probably need to pray about that tonight um
1: listen up over my bed
0: so how about you lead us out in prayer pastor
1: okay everybody close (laughs) your eyes bow your head if you're driving sway with it. it Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how. Thank you for every person that has joined us and assembled to listen to this podcast. We pray that as they go through the week, we pray that as they go through the month, that you would bless them, that you would keep them, and that you would lead and guide them in the way that you would want them to go. We pray that whatever is on their mind, whatever is worrying them, whatever is weighing them down, Lord Jesus, we pray that you would release it. We pray that as people come to you as humbly as they know how, Lord Jesus, and they give you their burdens, we pray that you would just lift that worry up off of them. Lift that anxiety up off them, Lord Jesus. We pray that when the devil tries to attack them, that you would let them know that they are a child of God and that they cannot be bothered Lord Jesus we pray that you would continue to watch over us we pray that you would continue to go before us and protect us Lord Jesus we pray for that person that doesn't think that they're good enough or pretty enough or doesn't think that they're qualified for the job Lord Jesus we pray that you would let them know that you pre-qualified them Lord Jesus before you even called them Lord Jesus we pray for that person that's in that toxic relationship whether it's with a a partner or a family member Lord Jesus we pray that they would have the strength to remove themselves from that situation and love them from afar Lord Jesus we pray for anybody that is traveling lord jesus we pray for anybody that is sick we pray for anybody that is struggling with depression the loss of a loved one oh, lord jesus just needs prayer in general we pray for that person that doesn't feel love we pray that they know that they are loved that they have been called, and that they are enough in your name we pray amen amen